0: Today's show is sponsored by Anchor Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And do you know why? The first reason is it's free. And number two, they have different tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you don't have to create a profile on Spotify, Apple. All you need to do is record your program on your computer or your phone and Anchor will do the rest. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum audience. Try Anchor today. It's free and It's everything you need to start creating your podcast.
1: Would you like to win and achieve success in what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways podcast, where we create winners every day. And now your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi.
0: Hi everyone! Welcome to another edition of Winners Ways Podcast. This is episode eight, and the title for today is "Create Your Own Life." And yes, I'm having my first guest on this show today. Uh, Jeremy Ryan Slate uh, is the guest, and I'm thrilled to welcome our guest. Uh, he's a podcast expert, entrepreneur, mentor, brand guru, and a public uh, speaker. He is the CEO and co-founder of Command Your Brand Media, a podcast publicity agency that helps you to get top leaders on top-rated podcasts. He has features in many magazines uh, such as Inc., Forbes, and BuzzFeed. He is ranked number 78 in top 100 item podcast. He is ranked number 2 in top 26 podcasts to follow in 2018. Is ranked uh, number two in seven millennial influencer to follow in 2018. He loves podcasting. And he launched his "Create Your Own Live Podcast" in 2015, and he has produced over 500 episodes on his podcast. He has conducted over three over 500 interviews with billionaires, founders, CEOs, professional athletes, and celebrities. His podcast have been downloaded over half a million times. He has been featured as guest on over 100 podcasts like EO Fire and Conscious Millionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm stoked to interview Jeremy Ryan Slate on episode 8 of Winners With podcast. This is my last podcast for the year 2018. And of course, Jeremy is the very first guest that will be appearing on the show. I'm grateful and honored to have Jeremy on this show. So as you go into 2019, you need uh, to know the and understand the powerful effect of branding. You need to hone your brand. You need to command your brand. Are you ready to take command of your brand? Are you ready to create your own life? Uh, without further ado, let's get uh, into the interview with Jeremy Ryan Slate. Thank you. live and work here in Houston. So I'm cool. in the United States, yeah.
1: Ooh, it's, uh, Houston's a city I've always wanted to go to, never been to. Um, I've been to, to Dallas and Fort Worth, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> Houston is a great place. I love it here. Um, I think you are in New Jersey or New York?
1: Uh, New of- Jersey, yeah.
0: New Jersey, okay. Yeah. I lived up in uh New York for a okay. while. Uh Albany. Uh I'm an engineer by the way, so um Oh Albany, okay, yeah. So uh, We will we'll
1: drive through Albany this weekend when we go up to Lake Placid.
0: Oh wow, that's awesome. Uh, so um again, uh I appreciate your time. Thank you very much uh for coming on my show. Um am sure. super, super excited. Uh not just for only me for all but also for my uh listener, uh because I know we are gonna get a lot of great insight uh, uh from this interview. So uh I personally want to say thank you for your time and uh hey, you I- got it man. Okay. Um I- I've read a- quite a little bit uh from my research about you. Uh I know your podcast is uh One of the top, uh, you you are ranked number two in the top 26 podcasts to follow in 2018. Uh, You are the CEO of Command Your Brand. Uh, You've featured on several podcasts as a guest, and of course, you've interviewed uh, several CEOs, billionaires, athletes, and uh, many successful people in our society. But, of course, I would like you to please introduce yourself to my audience so that uh, they can get to know you more.
1: Absolutely. So you just want me to take it from here? Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. So uh, I'm the host of the Create Your Own Life show. I interview people that are world-class at what they do. Um, I'm also the CEO and co-founder of Command Your Brand Media, where we help people to become amazing podcast guests and tell their story on top-rated podcasts. Um, In addition to that, my background is that I I actually uh, have my master's in um, early Roman Empire propaganda. Go figure. That is not a very applicable skill, but I did it. Um, I also studied uh, literature at uh, New College Oxford, and uh, besides that, been married for three years now, had my first child about two months ago, and... uh, we have uh, two awesome dogs. Uh, we are totally dog people.
0: <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I like dogs myself, uh, although I don't own any pets right now. Uh, but I have three kids. Uh, that's uh, Okay,
1: well, that, that's enough, man. You don't really need a dog at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, looking at all you do, um, especially create your own life, uh, this really resonates uh, very well with me. Uh, I'm an author myself. I published my first book uh, uh, this year. Uh, it's about how people can find success in their life and, of course, love what they do. But I'm, I am I'm kind of curious, why do why create your own life? Why do you think people need to create their own life? Well,
1: because I think society kind of tells you that like there's just a certain way things are done. You know, you just follow this blueprint and you know eventually maybe you'll get some sort of a reward. But I just I don't think that's really the case. Like I think life is something that it's whatever you want to make it to be. It's whatever you decide it's going to be and it's whatever you take action towards. And the reason for create your own life is Um, I was a teacher for two years out of college and, um, I had a conversation with my dad where I, he, he was kind of like, you know, what are you doing? Because my dad was somebody that started out in the machine shop at a company now working up to being, uh, one of the vice presidents after being there for 30 years. So to him, that was just kind of the way things went. It's to me, it's not really the way the economy uh, works anymore. And I was like, well, dad, I want to create my own life. And he's like, well, you know, kind of good luck with that. And it's, Interesting now because he's one of my biggest supporters. But at the time, it was total different reality than what he experienced. But it's more about empowering people that, hey, you can go out and you can do this. And and these are the people that I've talked to and learned from that you can learn from as well. Because I think society tries to take all the artists out of us, man. It tries to like, tell us we can't do things. It tries to tell us this is the way it is. And it tries to, I guess, make us in, into sheep because we're easier to sell products to and whatever. I, I really think it's about what you want to make from life.
0: Absolutely. You, you know what? That totally uh, agrees with how I define success in my book. I say success is about doing what you uh, are called to do and uh, loving, mm-hmm. loving it. Uh, when you talked about society influence, and I, I read a lot, sometimes when I looked at uh, maybe reading the Forbes magazine, when I looked at 30, under 30, when they talked about people that have become, uh, that have achieved millionaire status by under age 30. You know, it can put you, by the way, I'm 40 years, uh, it can put you under some kind of pressure, uh, whereby you look back and say, Oh, have I missed it? Have I, am I a failure? So that, that's, that was why I wrote my book that, hey, no matter where you are, uh, I believe people should live their own life. People should write their own story. And take charge and, uh, start leading. And wow, thank you very much for that. And I well, think, that-
1: well, I think too, like the thing to that is it, it forces us to compare ourselves to other people. Like it, it forces us to take a look at somebody else's success and say, okay, well, I, I've got to work towards that because this is what society deems success to be. And like from all the successful people I've interviewed and learned from, that's just not really the case. Like they're running their own race. They're trying to beat their best. They're trying to be the best that they can be. And and I think that's what I've learned about high performers is they're always trying to be the best that they can be and continue running their best race. You know, the professional athletes are always, you know, let's say let's say a guy that's a basketball player. Right. Let's say his field goal percentage is 47 percent. Well, he wants to get to 50, man. That doesn't have anything to do with what LeBron James is doing, what Kobe Bryant's doing, whatever these other guys are doing. It's about him and how he can better himself. And I think that's really what people that are doing it their own way are trying to do.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, Jeremy. Why do I need to command my brand? I I know that branding is very important. I'm I'm an engineer. Like I said, I work in a corporate uh, organization. I know that reputation, your brand, it means a lot. But of course, I want uh, my audience uh, to also know, uh, to get your views, your opinion about the need for each and every one of us to command and own our brand.
1: Absolutely. Well, here's the thing, man, is is the media isn't going to look for what you're doing. And I think that's the biggest thing people don't realize is they think they create something cool, the media comes out and find it, finds it, and they get the attention they deserve. But that's not really the case. You have to go out, you have to find who your story matters to and tell those people your story. So commanding your brand is more about the action of actually doing it rather than saying, well, I'm just going to wait for the media to find me because they're never going to find you. It's really just going to be this thing that's not going to go anywhere so really it's about figuring out how to tell your story who to tell it to and really you know move forward to get it to those people because they're then going to be people that spread your message so that's in my mind really what commanding your brand is about it's not taking back um, you know and taking a a back seat. it's about getting out there telling your story and realizing that sure media coverage and everything's going to help you but you got to go out there and get it they're not going to come find you
0: I totally agree with that so it's about how to tell your story. And I sure. guess uh, that's what your company, Command Your Brand uh, Media, does. You help people uh, to get their story out there by conne- connecting them with the uh, appropriate audience.
1: Yeah, so what we actually do is we, we do a couple different things. We We first help people to tell their story the right way because – people will sometimes tell you, you know, their entire life story and it doesn't it doesn't really make the impact you need to make in order for your brand to grow. You need to find the part of your story that matters the most to what you're you're currently doing. So that's really what we help people with, honing in on that and getting that together, and then we help them find the right podcast shows to feature that on because we find podcasts have an incredible way of really building relationships and helping your influence to grow. So that's really what we do is we help them tell the story. We find the right podcast for them, help them get booked. And then we also teach them what to do with that content afterwards. Because a lot of times people think that they're the effect of the media they've been on. So like, let's say they're, they're on a podcast show, right? They sit there and they're like, all right, waiting for my leads. And you're probably going to get some. They're going to happen. But the, the difference is, is you can create a lot more attention by what you do with those podcast episodes after meaning what you do in content marketing, what you do in social media marketing, all these different things. So we also teach our clients what to do in that spot as well. So not only are they the effect of the media they're getting, but they're going to be effective with the media that they're getting too.
0: Good, good. So I read that you have conducted over 340 interviews.
1: Um, um, did- we're up to 507 now, something like that.
0: Oh, okay, I'm behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind on that figure. So how do you get your guests? How do you attract them to come on your show?
1: You know, I wish I could tell you that there's one formula, but the first thing that I did was I put together a spreadsheet of the, the top 100 people that I most admired, and I spent about eight hours writing individual emails to them, and that was how I got started, right? That was how I got some of those initial guests, and I had a lot of success early on. So one of the things that listeners have expected from me and that, um just other people in the podcast space have expected from me are high quality guests. So that's something that I've always been trying to push the needle forward on. So it started with that, which was just cold email outreach. But then it it's kind of expanded where I get a lot of inflow. I'll get PR agents offering me their clients and things like that. So I can take a look at what they're doing. But then I've also looked at Other methods for getting in touch with the people that I really want to talk to. So I'll try um, Instagram outreach, Twitter outreach. Um, Haven't had a lot of success with Facebook outreach, so I haven't really bothered that much with that. Um, I've used something called Contact Any Celebrity, which has been pretty good. Um, IMDb Pro, which has been pretty good. So there's different ways you have to find to contact the right people. And when you're trying to get high caliber guests... You're usually not going to talk directly to them. You're usually going to talk to either their manager or their PR agent or their publicist or somebody like that. So you have to learn a lot about how that space operates, what those people need to hear, and then how you can help them to help you. So there's you know, how I got started, and there's quite a bit of change that's kind of come along the way as the show has grown. You know?
0: Okay, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. So uh, for me, uh, I'm an author. I'm working on my second book. And I think from one of your interviews, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I think you also help authors to get uh, uh, the award out, uh, maybe, uh, let's say, uh, so that the media, the people, the necessary people that uh, buy the book, uh, they will know about the authors. Is that part of what you do?
1: Yeah, so a lot of our clients will be authors as well. Um, we've had books go to bestseller from working with us, and that that is something we'll do as well because we we find that the the type of audiences we're able to get you is the perfect type of audience that are probably going to be interested in that book or buying that book or whatever, and you can niche down in such a way on a podcast that you couldn't do in any other medium, so you're also going to get the best value for people you could reach as well. So yeah, we've worked with tons of authors. We've seen a lot of success in, in that area as well.
0: Good. So uh, I saw that you, you featured in uh, Inc. magazine, Forbes uh, magazines, and so many uh, other uh, media. I'm, I'm wondering, how, how did you get to that level uh, for all these uh, top magazines uh, to want to put you on their magazines or share your story on their, or maybe uh, publish your articles or things like that? How, how did you achieve that?
1: Well, first it was really, um, you know, creating like a good, you know, like expert in that area for me, which was, you know, podcasting, having a really great podcast, doing very well with it. But then that's never enough. You know what I mean? That's never enough to just do something great and then hope somebody finds you. So the thing that we actually did is we started out getting a lot of local media. So like um, we found newspapers around here that published online. We found um, regional stuff. We found local TV station, stuff like that. So we started getting on a lot of that stuff to talk about what I was doing and, it helped me to get more comfortable with the media. It helped me to um, kind of have pieces to show and things like that. I also started writing for um, a lot of smaller online publications in my niche. And really, those are the things that helped me then to get those bigger media pieces. Because you have something to show media. You have something um, to, to show that you're actually credible. Because a lot of times, getting one of those tier one pieces first is going to be very difficult. Because they want to see like what you've done. They want to see other people talking about you. So really... I built my expertise, and then I started telling my story to smaller publications, and from there I was able to build up to the bigger ones.
0: Okay, I, I think that that's a great tip um, because I, I, I'll tell you, I wrote to Forbes uh, asking that I want to be a contributor, but um, the insight you just shared, uh, starting local um then hopefully going global one day uh i think it's uh, great i think it's very very useful i'm going to run with this and i know my listener too they, they they will find this very very beneficial thank you very much for that uh, absolutely instance. yeah so um you know uh for new podcaster like me I, I when i read your profile i know that uh you've had millions of downloads mm mm-hmm how How can I grow uh, so that uh, more and more people will download uh, my podcast I, I know you talked about uh quality uh, which is
1: of course one well that, one that's first and foremost huge yeah. you know
0: yeah, one of those things that I'm working on uh, but of course uh, yeah there will be uh, tactical uh steps or actions that you also take that will help you to get uh, your word out what what are those uh, things that you can share with us uh, as we are growing so that we can continue to attract more audience
1: well the first thing is to get very clear on what you're doing you know have a very clear thing that you talk about because i find a lot of people are way too broad with what they're trying to discuss like they're like all right we're going to talk about everything on this podcast this is the everything podcast and the, the issue with that is, is you can't really build an audience around that uh, maybe you could have you know, five or six years ago, like just like you know, entrepreneur on fire did, um, but that's very hard to do that now. So really, it's you you find a clear, concise thing you're going to talk about, have good quality content, and then from there, it's really about finding the the number of places you can get out. Like if you can write for publications and find a way to cite your own episode, that's going to help. If you can write content specifically for Twitter, that's going to help. If you can write content specifically for LinkedIn, that's going to help. So it's about that. It's also about figuring out how you can do um like joint sharing with other people like for example like we work really hard to get our guests to share our content out because that really helps too so we'll do different things like maybe we'll have you know the top 10 episodes of this year or things like that like you need to constantly be thinking with how can i create buzz around what i'm doing and how can i get it out in different areas so that that's i think a thing where um a a lot of people just aren't really considering
0: Okay. Well, that's uh, totally uh, true. And um, these are things that uh, I'm going to start applying uh, (laughs) as I continue to grow. Because really, for me, this is about passion. Like I said, uh, I'm not making money on this. But I I believe uh, um, I I have the content, I have uh, what it takes to help others uh, in terms of uh, motivating them because that—that's what I'm focusing on. Uh, my podcast is called Winners' Ways, and basically, I'm telling people that: a, hey, get control of your life; you can win, and you don't have to define your success based on what the media is saying. You can be a janitor cleaning, uh, cleaning the an office, and still achieve success and have peace doing that. So. Uh, basically, that's the way I define success. And uh, talking about success, how do you define success, Jeremy?
1: Success to me is figuring out what you want to do, getting out and doing that and doing it at a high level. To, to me, that's what it really is, because I think a lot of times we're, we're doing what other people want to do. We're trying to figure out what other people want us to do. And it also needs to be within reason as well. Like it needs to be something that is not just going to help you, but help others. But really to me, it's figuring out what you want to do, going out and doing that and being successful at that. You know what I mean? To me, that's what it really is. Um, I, I don't like to, to borrow other people's definitions of what success is for me.
0: Good. Good. So, uh, I think we are almost coming to the end of this, uh, show. And again, our guest, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Ryan Slate is the owner of uh, Create Your Own uh, Live Podcast and the CEO of Command Your Own Your Brand Media. Uh, we are so 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 excited to have him on this uh show. One more thing uh Jeremy, uh I got to know you uh from uh listening to Kevin Cruz uh LeadX podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cruz normally asks his guests, uh, what are your failures so that others can learn, which I think is great. But, you know, I've uh, listened to uh, maybe in the past two weeks about 10, 15 episodes of your podcast, and I was able to identify some common trend. One of your common question is, what is something that you believe at 21 that you no longer believe (laughs) I I think it's a great question because it makes uh, your guest to reflect.
1: And and the the, the reason I do that, too, is because, like, uh, you'll you'll find with a lot of people that have had a high level of success, like, they've had a huge viewpoint shift in their life. And that's why I always want to see what that looks like.
0: Yeah, I I like that question. So I'm going to throw it back at you. So what is something that you believe at 21 that you no longer believe?
1: Um, that I was going to get tenure as a college professor, write some books here or there, and uh, teach classes nine months a year, and that was going to be it. Um, now, um, I see that to be a very admirable thing, um, but I didn't really stick hard enough to the path to do that, didn't really work hard enough at that, because it just really wasn't where my passion lies. And I'm so much happier now being able to do what I'm doing Rather than deciding, hey, I'm just going to do this, sit pat, you know, make a little bit of money and, and then relax the other time. it just it's just a totally different viewpoint on, on the game I'm trying to play with life.
0: Oh, good. So finally, Jeremy, what are some mistakes that you think you made earlier on in your entrepreneurial journey? That, uh, that's when you, are, you were just starting out that uh, you want to share with us.
1: I think, honestly, in the beginning, I didn't stick with one thing long enough, um, and I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs do, especially early on, is they're really trying to see that thing that's going to take off, and when they don't see the success in a couple weeks or a couple days or a couple months, they, they move on very quickly. So if I had to look at it, it's with all the different things that I did early in my entrepreneurial career where I didn't really stick with anything, um, because if you really see something through then you're able to find the solutions to solve problems rather than just saying, oh, well, this is my lot in life or this is what happens to me or whatever it may be. So to me, it wasn't sticking with things long enough.
0: So um, finally, uh, Jeremy, uh, how can we find you? How can my audience find you and connect with you and learn more about uh, what you should do?
1: Absolutely. Well, if they're interested in anything on the personal brand side, that's over at jeremyryanslate.com. Or um, if they want to start building their brand on some amazing podcasts, I actually put together a great worksheet for them, and that's over at commandyourbrand.media slash checklist. And that's going to teach them everything they know about I need to know about how to be an awesome podcast guest, locate the right shows, and then also how to promote it as well.
0: Oh, thank you. We have come to the end of the show. Thank you very much. I Absolutely, appreciate- brother. Okay. Thank you, man. And I appreciate your time.
1: You got it, brother. Have a good rest of your day, okay?
0: You too. And Merry Christmas. Merry
1: Christmas.
0: Bye. We have now come to the end of this interview. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for your time. I've learned a lot from speaking with you. And I know my audience have picked up a lot as well. We are grateful uh, for you to be part of our uh, interview. Thank you uh, for being part of uh, our podcast at Winners Ways, where we create winners every day. Uh, I hope uh, to you, uh, everyone out there, you be able to create your own life in 2019 and win every day of the year. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. And of course, we look forward to an awesome 2019. All right. Bye. Keep winning.